Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of Infection Podcast. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on X at Nicholas M. Craig or visit our website to infectionpodcast.com. Can't do this thing alone. Joining us as always, or joining me as always, Brian with an eye Aldridge. Hey, Brian, what's going on? Not much. If you want to find me, of course, at Voice Computer on X or at Brian Aldridge on Gab, get her to social and wherever else. Excellent. A so man Nick. of the social media. Yes, Brian. <laughs> yes. I hear you uh, You followed up, and you are playing a game that we talked about, what, last week? Was it last week? Yes. Week before? I don't remember. You know, it's not very often that I uh, follow up and say what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, but uh, last week, I, I laid a question on you prior to the, during the show. Had you heard of this game called Pow World? And you had not. I had heard very little about it. Um, well, excuse me. I'd heard about it. I hadn't, hadn't played it. I, I didn't watch anything about it. Didn't really know a whole lot about it at all. So I, um, you know, pulled out my uh, Infection Podcast uh, Amex card and uh, mm. purchased the game, and it is, um, well, it's it's been it's been pretty great. Um, it is a arc style game. Um, you run around the world and you catch pals, uh, which mm-hmm. the drama, if you want to call it that, that people have talked about or you may have seen is that these pals are very similar to Pokemons. Um, and there's been a lot of question of whether Nintendo is going to uh, jump into this and, and try and claim that they've got some ownership or some right. I mean, they're not exactly the same, but, it, but it's a very similar concept. Um, it's a game that's built in Unreal, um, and it is a game that is for a game that nobody really knew about and popped mm-hmm. onto the scene just a few weeks ago, Brian, a pretty great experience. Um, now I will admit I have only played single player. I have not, um, I've not delved into the multiplayer of it yet. I'm playing at my own kind of slow pace. Plus I play video games in the middle of the day when most people are you know, d- working. Um, yeah. I have found it relaxing. I have found it enjoyable I have found it stress free, and um, overall, it's I've I've had a phenomenal. I've, I've logged close to sixteen hours in the past. I, th- I think some of that's AFK time at the the menu, but uh, I've yeah. logged a significant amount of time on it since we talked last week, and um, I can pop into it, play for 25, 30, 40 minutes, go back to my base, log out, and and I'm good to go. Um, so. I've I've really enjoyed it, and um, I I I will say I if you were somebody that liked a game like Ark, um, you will like this game. It is not a hardcore. I would not classify it as a hardcore survival game. It is not a Rust kind of game. Yeah. Um, you do not the the in the time investment is not a game like Rust. Again, I'm playing single player, so take that for what it's worth. Um, relatively bug free. I've run into uh, no game-breaking issues. All of the mechanics seem to work well enough. Nothing that I have noticed that is that is game-breaking or has ruined my experience. Um, I, I I enjoy the, the survival aspect of it. There's a lot of crafting and building. One of the cool mechanics of the game, unlike a game like Ark, is you capture these pals and you literally use a, a ball to do it. That's why the resemblance to Pokemon is so, so similar. Yeah. Um, but they actually work for you. So you put them at your base. Oh, okay. You can have a certain number of them de- de- deployed. And depending on what you've caught, they have different skills and abilities. So some are uh, some can, can cook using fire. Others can mine resources. Others can pick things up and move them from um, areas in your base and drop them off in a um, storage container. Um, one of the really cool things about it is in the crafting a side of it brian if you have chests nearby when you're building something in a base you don't have mm-hmm. to have all of the items in your inventory you can craft out of those storage containers which is oh, important nice. yeah. and that's always been an issue in survival games is managing you want to craft something that's expensive in terms of resources and having to run around your base and pick up three of this and and uh, 47 of this and and it's just a real it's been it's if we're being honest, it's a royal pain in the ass. Uh, this game has got that kind of element gone. As long as the resources are available, um, you can you can use them. Johnny Find is saying Nick has lost his mind. That's 
that's well and accurate um, and seemingly normal for me. Um, it's it, I've enjoyed it, Brian, because it's nice and casual. I can sit yeah. here and just kind of chill out, decompress, and play it for a little while. I'd assume if I was playing in a, with a with multiple people in a more co op, the the uh, the that would be maybe a little bit different. But for a solo game, when I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, I if if you like a game like Ark, I would I would highly recommend you check it out. And you were doing some research before the show. This 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 it's on Game Pass for the Xbox, right? Yeah, so it's on Game Pass, and they also have it available for cloud gaming on there. So if you don't want to want to even install it, you can run it with cloud gaming on your PC or on your Xbox. So that's pretty cool. Save the uh, save the download time. Yeah, there was um, one thing in here. They talk about dungeons. Have you had any experience yet with dungeons? Uh, I they, don't. They call them dungeons. I don't know what yeah, that really means. I don't think I've run through a dungeon yet. I was doing some research on it. Um, I've been very. I've got a decent amount of time into it, but just not until this afternoon did I actually start exploring the map more. I was. Um, yeah. I was being very conservative in my play of the game, um, just trying to figure out all the mechanics, and it was definitely slow playing, and I was not speed running. Um, so I don't believe I've gone through a dungeon yet. I have completed the first main battle in the game, um, which is like a poke, which would be like a gym boss in in a traditional Pokemon mm-hmm. game. If you're familiar with that, so I've done that and had some had some success in that after multiple attempts. Um, so I think that's the element that I'm in, but I know the dungeons are a big element of the game and they are a huge, um, they're an important part of leveling up is running through dungeons and, and completing that. So I, I don't believe I've done that as of yet. Yeah. It says it has online co-op of co-op of two to four players or online co-op of player two to four players. So now those are the only players on the whole map. Like so, you're pretty much sharing an instance with them. You are. I know that they're, we talked about how they have servers. It's via invite code, from what I understand. Okay. Um, and you're running on some sort of server that Powell World. Hosts. Well, Brian, that is the problem here. Um, this game has exploded in popularity, according to yeah. uh, Steam. It's got somewhere in the ballpark of. Um, five six seven million players and um here's the headline over at tech radar pow world reveals a numerous dedicated server costs if the player count stays as it is six million dollar annual fee could cause the studio to go bankrupt um the ceo says that those numbers are going to get higher and that's because there's just so many people playing the game um in a post that'll go down though i mean the the only way that that becomes a major issue is if people, I mean, people are, if people are still playing, they should have a way of making money, which would be the reason that that server cost is so high. Because I think right now they're paying $475,000 per month right now to host. Uh, but of course, that's with the super high player numbers. Sure. If your numbers go down, and plus they're making, a, I don't know what their kickback from Microsoft is for the having it on game pass but i would hope that they would i bet you there's nothing it's an indie game i bet you there's no there's no kickback this was an this is an unknown studio indie game there's no yeah but usually based on usage they'll get some sort of money from maybe microsoft so i'm assuming that they're probably getting some sort of fee for having it on there which hopefully will cover their monthly server costs at least or you know the monthly server costs that would be ideal right there's no way there's no way microsoft's paying them hundreds of thousands of dollars a month to have it on game pass no way there's no way. It's an unknown yeah, game. Well, it's an unknown we'll, we'll studio. Um, yeah. Now, as you point out very well, though, I mean, a game like this, its its peak popularity is going to be right now. Um, yeah. You know, they have the cash right now. The game is $30. Those costs will go down um, over time. But according to... Well, actually, oh, excuse me. The numbers are way higher. According to this, there's a staggering 19 million players across Steam and Xbox. And they've right. And, the okay, Steam so revenue is with it on the game over two hundred million dollars. How many people purchased it though? That's my you know with it being on the Game Pass. Uh, I, how much money are they actually making? Now, okay, that's a question that I don't know. Um, I would assume, and I I I will admit I have not played in. A, I don't think my Game Pass subscription is currently active. Um, 
I assume a majority of the players are on PC. I don't know what the console experience is like. I'm I'm sure it's all right. Um, you know, games games like this. I don't know how well they translate. It's again, it's not Rust. It's not Arma. It's not one of these games where there's a gazillion different keyboard commands. But there's enough that I don't know what the controller experience is like. Um, so. I don't know what I assume the Xbox numbers are high, but I assume it's higher on Steam. I mean, they crossed they had two million concurrent players on Steam eleven days ago. I mean that that, that is a this is a staggering yeah. number. Two point one might, million concurrent players? That's nuts. What I might try tonight is playing with because I have a kind of a low not low power, but lower powered laptop that I have up in our room. I might try the the streaming on that streaming, just see how sure. it works with the mouse and keyboard. And see, you know, see how that works. Is really all I need is a mouse, you know, a separate mouse to to move around with, um, and see how it works with the streaming. Yeah, so, uh, Saul uh, Saul Greatman, who I've been uh, chatting with as as he's been playing, he could probably answer some of those multiplayer questions. Some of those multiplayer questions that you had there, Brian. But uh, yeah, so he just posted posted this tweet here in the chat. This is from the Pow World uh, Twitter account. 12 million copies on Steam, 7 million on Xbox. This is as of January 31st. Now, that's though. players. So that's going to be 7 million out of the... Copies. Oh, copies. you're right. Yeah, you're, but, you're so, right. Well, copies for Steam, so players Xbox, for Xbox. they're going with players because they can't guarantee a sale, right? It's, it's players sure. there. Xbox or Steam would be a, a purchase. Correct. But now this is uh, so. eight days old. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, let me look and see if there's been an update from them in terms of uh, in terms of sales. But um, they're constantly Thanks, Donnie, patching. for uh, 22 months in a row of your sub. Yes, Donnie, thank you very much for that. Um, they're 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 constantly producing updates. There's constant patch notes. I'm not seeing anything new in terms of um, player numbers since the 31st. But I can only. I mean, I purchased it after that. I would assume that that number now is it might be closer to 30 or 35 million i mean it's it's massive i mean this is yeah. we this is a pretty this is a pretty nuts situation for a game like this this thing came and literally nobody knew about this game before it was released yeah because i didn't hear anything teasing it all i heard was the controversy uh you know of them possibly infringing on copyright which you know, i don't think whatever it was to yeah yeah, um, you know the whole po- po- Pokemon versus Pal World, uh, and really it's Pokemon's fault for not coming out with a game that that's like this, that's the smooth. I mean, you know they have. If they're mad about it, like why didn't they come out with something they made instead? A, a Nan, Nan was it Nanantic or whatever it is? Niantic, um, yeah. Niantic, you know, go out in the real world and hold your phone staring at places in the middle of nowhere type of a game when this is. The one that's, and then of course, COVID didn't help with that whole situation. They're encouraging everybody to leave their houses and then turn around and now nobody's supposed to leave their houses. So I actually asked this so question. The- I was chatting with, uh, with our friend Saul and, and, and uh, a couple of other folks um, over the week. And I brought up this point that, I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo could have easily done this. And they're just so antiquated in the way that they handle their IPs that they just chose not to. And somebody else copied the concept and is raking in gazillions of dollars for it. Yep. Yep. Good for them. I mean, this is, uh, it looks like a fun game. I'll try it out tonight and see. It'd be fun because this is a co-op game. So that might be a fun one to play with my wife. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I know, I think Saul and his wife are, are have a, a, say, a world that they, that they play in, um, so yeah, it's I, I just I really in my old age, Brian. I'm now uh, I'm now 27 years old. Um, as of a couple of days ago, um, in my old age, I, I just enjoy the um, I en- I enjoy the the slower pace of this. I just enjoy the yep. very casual nature of it. Uh, I guess I have enjoyed playing games like Rust. Obviously, we enjoyed games like H1Z1, but. Uh, and Call of Duty, you know, very, very fast pace. But um, yeah. that is that is what I've enjoyed about this the most, just how casual and laid back. I've been on the phone with, I've had, you know, lengthy phone calls. Um, 
while I'm playing and I can, you know, multitask and do those things. Uh, Saul says, we really enjoy playing together. Wife loves collecting cute things. It's it, it's a very aesthetically pleasing game. Um, they've done a Saul, really are you good, saying they, that your wife thinks you're, you're cute? Is that why she's I, I don't think she's saying that, but um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 it. I wish I could m have a more succinct uh, answer to it, but um, I, it's one of these. It's to me, it's one of these games that uh, if you are a fan of survival, I think you will really enjoy. Well, I'm interested to see where they go from here because the the, the thing is, is they've got this initial huge amount of people playing. Are they going to be able to add content? add things and continue this ball rolling and still make money method. in the long run with it. Hmm? Yeah. You got to do the arc method, different worlds. I mean, that's, that's the clear, that's the clear. You got to come up with, with something, this. right? Yeah. Ragnarok, they, um, all these other different, different arc DLCs. That to me, that is the, for a game like this. And, and there is a, there is a uh, precedent for that being successful. The DLC, yeah. the new worlds, the new creatures on the new worlds. That is, that is what they will need to do for this game to have any sort of longevity and and of course generate revenue because it's a $30 one-time yeah. purchase which is not a small sum of money but it's a $30 one-time purchase but with and, those kind of server costs that can come yeah, back to buy them uh, now i can say i'm a you know i'm a very generous person so i have not contributed to those server costs cuz i'm i'm a good guy but um <laughs> you know $30 only keeps the light on for so long um you've you've yeah. got to be able to continually generate revenue uh, I know they're talking about potentially doing a, like a donation thing on there, and I'm sure that they will, um, and and I'm sure they will get a whole do bunch of Do a Game Pass. I mean, they should do a Game Pass system, like a pass system, or release uh, a world every six months. I mean, that would be the smart thing, is so that people know that content, because that's what really kills these type of games, is when people get the feeling that it's never going to happen. Like, whatever that next thing is they're waiting for. Release something big, whether it's a world or something that's going to consume people's time every six be a months. New map. Yeah. Yeah. Do a new map every six months and, you know, have some, I don't, being that I've not played the game, I'm kind of going out on a limb here, but you know, whether you're going between the maps or if it's expanding the current area and you're kind of gating to more difficult mm -hmm. levels, however they're doing it, like put that on there. So people keep playing because if I know in six months, there's going to be a bunch of new content, I'll push to get, to that level to where then I can move on to the next content and keep maybe making it more difficult. Uh, and kind of like what wow does. I mean, that's, that's really wow's whole methodology is sure. keep adding content. Uh, now here, don't make it to where all the original stuff is pointless because that's what wow did beautifully was people still play through all that original content getting there here. They need to make sure they're not tossing everything out, you know, when some to let the new in, Make it to where you're progressing and just make the progression go farther and longer so that a new person coming into the game has a ton of content to play. Like years worth of content. So I don't know. Hopefully they do. If it's that good of a game, hopefully they don't totally screw everything up and just fall apart in the next Well, you know, I, I don't say, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say screw everything up, but I mean, let's be honest about this. You talk about rags to riches. You talk about a, a game that no, it was on zero people's radar, and then you've got thirty plus million sales of the game in the span of three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think even in their wildest uh, estimations or dreams they expected this. So I'm sure there's a little bit of uh, you know rose-colored glasses right now. Um, but definitely figuring out that next step. I don't know that a game pass is the first step. I think that is seen by people with, again, we're talking about a studio without a track record, realistically. Yeah. Um, so I think the idea of a immediate season pass would probably rub people the wrong way, and rightfully so. I mean, you're going to yeah. season pass. What the hell are you going to make? Uh, Ark didn't start well, with right. a season pass. The, uh, there was what? Two or three DLC like, packs? Um, before there was the season pass system in Arc, so I think that's the approach. Uh, you know, it's the game came out in January, late summer. We, there's a new map that comes out. That's fifteen dollars or whatever, however much. Yeah, yeah, you probably couldn't charge more than that. The base game is thirty, um, yeah. so fifteen bucks for that. See what the reception is and, and go from there. That that that's yeah. to me. That's what I see going on, or that's what I would like to see and go on. 
in Skank in our Discord, he posted a meme it says Power World is just Pokemon with uh, guns. Somebody puts and then then Pokemon, he has images of Pokemon during the '90s where they had guns. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, I you know this whole thing Pokemon with guns. I know that's in the cover art. I am level 17, and not only do I not have a gun, I think I might be able to craft one at this point if I comp- uh, do yeah. my technology path the correct way. Um, but none of the Pokemon have weapons as of, uh, excuse me, none of the pals have weapons as of right now. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, but the, the Uh, idea that you're, the idea that you're just in the world and like day one, everybody's walking around with chain machine guns. That is not the case. Um, the, the enemies, some of the enemies have guns, the NPC enemies called the syndicate. They have pistols and I've killed plenty of them. I've got ammo. I don't have a gun yet though. I'll check it out. I'll try it tonight and see. Also, have my wife try it out and see what she thinks. One of the things I'm going to try. I like the idea of a casual game. Yes. um, Yes. And I think it's as casual or as hardcore as you want. Like, Rust is not a casual game. You really, you can try and play Rust casual. I don't think you'll have a good time because it's just, it's, it's, that's not the style of game. You, this game, I think, is slated to be more casual. You can probably grind it a little bit harder if you wanted to. But uh, one of the things that I'm going to do, I'm, I'm traveling tomorrow. I'll be out of town for a couple of days. Um, you can do the Steam stream thing over the internet, the public internet, uh, where you stream games to a, to a lower quality device. So I'm going to try streaming that maybe from home. I would be up in New York streaming that from my desktop here or there and see kind of what, what the process is, how, how that plays out on a game that timing is important um but it's not a multi but it's not a multiplayer fps where every single frame necessarily counts i'm and I'm, i'll be curious for your well, experience what's the combat well really like like what is so, the combat like so there's you know, so they there's showed the guns in that in that image but like what do you really do to, to fight so there's two different so there's two different things with combat there's you combat like you as your character with as early on as a player it's arrows it's spears and clubs and things okay. like that but then a lot of the combat is also the pals that you catch you can carry around five of them with you and you deploy them from this ball and they 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 fight on your behalf so that's uh, some of the combat is uh NPC versus NPC um, especially with your, when you're battling bosses and things like that, you're not really part of that combat. When you're just roaming the world and there's these little things running around, like I see the sheep over your uh, right right hand shoulder, you're doing more of yeah. the combat with that, um, and you can have a pal out if you want. So that that's kind of the interesting thing about the combat. Very similar to Ark. I mean, when something aggroed yeah. in your Ark base, everybody would swarm and run away um and and go to attack whatever was was attacking the base um so it's yeah. kind of a similar element here um there's kind of two different branches of combat well that looks fun well to, yeah. I'll, I'll try it out i'll let you know i'll let you know what what we think yeah it's a uh, yeah definitely we'll uh we will we will report on it we'll have the uh we'll have the details for you next week um all right brian disney and epic this is uh, this yes. just happened like three hours. Do you want to ago. play that video really quick? We, could, we can surprise yeah, can everybody we... with a video. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for our audio listeners, it kind of introduces uh, it in there. Yeah, audio listeners. And we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it right. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, let me make sure my music is paused here. Yeah, this is a video that was just released on YouTube uh, less than two hours ago. Uh, a pretty big deal here. Discover a place where magic. Epic. What did we watch? <laughs> All right. So we've got Disney who has purchased a $1.5 billion share of Epic so that they can start making these multi-year projects. Uh, if you're wondering what that means, 
this happened here recently. Uh, look at the uh, Lego collab that they did that we talked about within the last number of weeks where uh, they they had a huge amount of content with Lego to where almost every skin in the game, they had a Lego version of it. And they had a special maps and everything you could go and earn those skins on. Um, I think with that one, that was a $1 billion investment that the parent company of Lego, actually, I take that back. Um, it was $2 billion, $2 billion that they, I think, which they received from that. Um, and so, you know, that, that was an example of them getting a huge investment from another company and then implementing their product in a huge way into the product, into their own product. So here they're going to have different maps, different locations, uh, such as like Marvel Nexus War. Um, you know, they've got all these different things that have a lot of models already. They've already got a lot of Disney products in Fortnite from skins. So it looks like now they're going to create maps, places that you can go that are designed uh, with certain things in mind, either Marvel, Disney, ESPN, LucasArts, LucasFilms, Avatar, all these different environments. They'll be able to create a map that's dedicated to that or create a mode. I mean, they showed Rocket League on there using Disney like cars. Uh, so having themed versions of their games inside of this whole, I think this is really their meta, I think uh, Sweeney's metaverse goal is to create a place where you go to to experience all of these things because that's really what the metaverse is going to be about. Like the metaverse is really the internet in a way, you know, as far as we could consider a metaverse, the internet. Everybody sure. goes to the same internet, right? To, to, and when you say I'm, go, I'm on the internet, you're all in the same place. You may connect a different way, but you're there. That's been the real question with this whole metaverse thing. What is it? Where is it? How do you get there? There's no standard yet. There hasn't, people are trying to create their own version of the metaverse, whether it was Facebook trying to do it, you know, because where were you going to go on Facebook? I mean, you go to Facebook, but like, okay, that's not the metaverse. How are you immersing yourself into that? This has an actual way of doing that. This has a place where when new products are being released, maybe a movie's going to be released. You know, they can put out a whole world dedicated to it. Uh, people can create their own worlds. I think that this is this is a good way to move that direction as far as becoming the metaverse. Because they can create a huge world that just has a ton of stuff in it. You can create your own characters. You can buy assets. Maybe you can make your own world at some point, you know, because they've been doing the creative mode uh, to where people can go and create their own levels and maps and everything. Uh, you know, this is a step to that. And it's that's a huge amount of money. You know, if you if you wondered how they were doing $1.5 billion, how Epic is doing. When you can do deals like this, of course, what percentage did you see? What percentage of the company? I don't remember if it was a 10% well, it, share, I think. I don't, is it actually a stake of the company or are they just investing into Epic? Are they equity, getting, are, yeah, they got an equity it's stake. an equity stake. Okay, um, I didn't realize it was an mm -hmm. equity I think stake. it was 10% of the company is what they bought. Interesting. I'm trying to find where I saw that, but I saw somewhere where I thought it was like 10%. Hmm. Well, so, so yeah, I don't see it here. So, so here, so here's kind of the interesting thing. Uh, Disney is a uh, is an interesting company right now. Uh, they are under mm -hmm. a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, a lot of scrutiny from from various angles for some of their uh, recent business decisions. Maybe is how I'll put it lightly. Yeah. Um, and with that. This is an avenue for them to try and, I guess, try and maybe build some, some, some more, maybe build some goodwill. I mean, you know, we always talk about Nintendo in regards to just crazy IPs that they have. Well, yeah. Disney has the same thing. I mean, they've got IPs going going back to the early '60s. Uh, 50s actually when you look at some of the yeah. early mickey mouse stuff uh that 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 they still own so you've got you know a 60 80 70 80 years worth of stuff that that they have ip over um fortnite contrary to what people might want to be the case is still an incredibly popular game that has a massive player base day in and day out they've got new modes that they're i will admit i haven't played it in forever 
Um, but they've got new modes that they're bringing in day, uh, constantly. Uh, the, one of the hot modes right now is a, is kind of a, a, a racing mode that they've brought into the game that I know, like kind of like a Mario Kart kind of uh, racing mode that folks seem to really be enjoying. Again, haven't played it. Um, this seems like a good partnership if I'm Disney um, to, to get into this with Epic. Um, and yes, I mean, I think if you were to ask Mark Zuckerberg about the metaverse and what, you know, all the gazillions of dollars that they've invested there and what did they want to accomplish, probably kind of what Fortnite is doing now. And you, I, I want to pull back yep. the trailer here. Um, you know, this is kind of what's at this. Is, this is right towards the end of the trailer. Play, watch, create, shop. It's a lot of stuff. Watch in there movies, that, right? Watch I mean, content. They're gonna have theaters. I mean, content, presume, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what it's gonna look like, but I mean, we're talking about a video game, and their their kind of slogan here is play. Obviously, watch, create, and shop. Um, so yeah, the shopping thing makes sense with skins and modes and, th and things like that. But, um, that's, that's where the expansion is here. And I think unbeknownst to Tim Sweeney at the time, this is what he was creating with Fortnite. I mean, if you, uh, it's important yep. to step back. Fortnite was, um, originally supposed to be a survival game. Yeah. And then it turned into what it is now. And now it's turned well, into and it wasn't even it necessarily, now. it was a um zombie like you build up a base and defend it yeah. over through the night type of, of a yes. thing not even a real open world survival game as you thought of it and then they found then the whole br thing just blew up and then here here we are i think there's another another thing for for disney that they don't say in here okay but that for them making this type of an agreement with epic is huge in another way what do they now use to make a lot of, for instance, their Star Wars films? Well, they use a lot of stuff in Unreal, of course. They use Unreal Engine to actually create the scenes, the green sure. screen and the environments, and make the film. So them getting a, uh, a stake in Epic also gives them a stake in Unreal Engine to a point, right? To where... They're, they're making sure that that doesn't go away or doesn't do things that affect them in a negative way uh, with how they're now making their films. So that's like a side one that I haven't seen any of these things talk about. But Dis Disney has a, a definite reason to want to be buddy-buddy with these guys because their films are now being made on their product as well. A, a huge vested interest in the success of Epic mm -hmm. and the Unreal Engine. And they're not alone in that. I mean, a, a lot of yep. mocapping is happening via m motion capturing is happening on unreal engine i mean you've got yep. television networks and films as you note in television shows where things are being yep. rendered and done in unreal um that is a that is a branch that we don't talk about all that often but i, I think I, this would have been probably probably six or seven years ago i think i well now probably not that yeah yeah actually yeah it would have been six or seven years ago i went out to uh, las vegas for the national association of broadcasters show and there were many companies that were doing green screen and uh, not, not just mm -hmm. your traditional green screen where you're standing behind an image but augmented reality with green screen and the augmented reality part was all being rendered in real time by the unreal yep. engine now, one thing I was looking here, and Sweeney, you know, he, he, he words it like this. We're collaborating on something entirely new to build a persistent, open, and interop interoperable ecosystem that will bring together Disney and Fortnite communities. So that's where it be interesting to see how persistent, you know, because they do have maps. But is this a place where if I want to go and hang out with people that I've met in this environment, can we go meet at the same place and we'll see each other? Is, is it going to be to that level to where people can run around and hang out and talk? Or is it going to be more like Fortnite to where you load into a map and there's not that persistence to it? I mean, Disney knows to me means I can go there at any time and it'll be there. Disney knows theme parks pretty well. It's one of the things that, that, that they do. Um, so I would assume, I, I, I can only assume that that would be part of this in some way, shape or form. Yeah. I'm interested to see how they how they implement this because this is going to be something very unique, uh, and they've got to make something that is fun. 
there's something that keeps people hanging out or or they've, they've got to keep people busy it's not yeah. going to be like second life where people are standing around you know and I, not that i played that but you know that what's the goal of that game okay people some people make things in the game or make people whatever but, what, but, what are you going to be doing in this game then the average well, player a lot of these kids aren't going to have a bunch of abilities to go and create things so there's got to be a bunch of pre-created content but look at a game like roblox i mean that 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 mm-hmm. is a large part of, of of these games now fortnite doesn't have like a real like open world like lobby system a lot of it is instance based with with specific game modes uh but i would not be surprised to see uh maybe them yeah going into more of that i kind of think of like the mmo trading post or the mmo welcome area uh, that where where you've got people just kind of hanging out and then jumping into those mini games from that that that's that what i kind of assume point. man yeah that that's they the need to have to an area where people create communities that's the next logical step need. yeah because yeah. that otherwise it's not going to be this metaverse thing the metaverse to me means Kind of like what Facebook was initially to the earlier internet, you know, when all of a sudden people had one place where they knew most likely someone was going to be there because that was one of the first places that that really happened. Um, This has to be the next version of that to where, of course, you're on Facebook, right? Everybody's on Facebook. Well, this has to be the, of course, you're on whatever they call it. (laughs) And I don't know what they're going to call it. It's probably not going to be Fortnite. But if they come up with some sort of a term for this world, you know, anybody who has a computer or a console, they're going to be a part of it. Sure. So it'll be interesting to see how they pull it off and whether or not it actually works. Yeah. So, again, this this is all just coming out. Um, uh, this We don't have any, n- no no additional, soon-ish. You kind of saw that joke there at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, soon TM. But um, I'm sure we'll learn more about this in the weeks and, and months to come. Yep. So sounds good. Let's... Uh... Let's keep an eye on it, and we'll we'll see where it goes from here. Definitely. Where uh, what, so else, what thing, else going on? I just want to mention something up here really quick about Google because Google supposedly they were in talks um, t- of teaming up with Tencent to buy Epic Games. Uh, you know, and this came out of that whole trial in 2018, uh, and so they were looking to team up to buy 100% of Epic Games, <laughs> and so. I'm kind of glad, you know, with how Google seems to drop everything um, and a lot of the politics of Google. I'm glad that they didn't. Uh, You know, and this, they also explored a 20% stake in Epic, um, which would have been at that time $2 billion. So it looks like a billion dollars per uh, per 10% is what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, they they didn't make it. uh, Epic is a hot company right now. They're doing tons of things that are really good. No one else seems to be able to compete with them in the same areas. I mean, because look at how long their their game, Fortnite, has been one of the top games. I mean, it's been Constantly. since it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't gone away. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, and they're definitely not going to be open to being purchased now. <laughs> it just, it's not gonna, no. No, I don't foresee that, in that being way. the case. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Microsoft so, comes in and pulls an Activision Blizzard uh, and offers them... You know, was it $68, $69 billion or something? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I, it would be I'd be pretty crazy. Uh, Tencent has the money. I mean, if anybody's going to do it, Tencent probably could. And they're, they're struggling a little bit right now. But I guess if you can't beat them, you know, buy them. Can't beat them, buy them. Yeah, exactly. That is, uh, that is, <laughs> the, uh, that, that is, the, uh, that is the old adage, exactly. Um, yeah. Hmm, interesting. So do you want to talk a little bit? There's something I brought up to you earlier in the pre-show or pre-pre-show. Yes. Uh, about Twitch. Is that something you want to talk about here for a few minutes? Yeah, I think so, Brian. We love Twitch. Good old friends over at Twitch. Yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> so I saw, we mentioned this, I think it was last week, about Pokimane leaving Twitch. Yes. Well, I saw an article pop up where Asmo, Asmongold, he is a big wow guy. Uh, does streaming more based on his personality now than wow the game uh, exactly but yeah. he yeah so he so he was baffled and this is in his words uh, by Pokemon's reason for leaving Twitch to go stream on YouTube where because she's been on this platform for ten years at this point and 
I want, I'm going to try to find this quote here. Um, let's see. So she had said, I got to find her exact quote. So, um, she said she wouldn't be renewing her contract with messy Twitch, as she called it, describing several issues she faced with the platform. And now she'd be taking her business over to YouTube. She explained that the platform isn't heading in the direction she'd like it to and noted that the rise of Manosphere Red Pill, Red Pill BS on Twitch that led her opting for YouTube. And then, of course, Asmogold is baffled by her reasoning. He says, how are you going to say this and then go to YouTube? Like, are you kidding me? You're going to go and say this about Twitch and then go to YouTube because YouTube is more of where people are getting red-pilled. The conservatives sure. had to run to YouTube because Twitch ran them away. Yeah, uh, men are not favored in any way. Who's the? Uh, of course, Nick Nick knows who's the top streaming on on Twitch. Yeah, let me check uh, my it's uh, the, history. It's the, yeah, let's see what's going on. Over check there. check Nick's history, and you'll see who let's the see. Uh, who the top streamers are on Twitch. Let's go. Browse. They're not men. And just chatting. Let's see what's going on <laughs> you're just, on old. You're destroying Twitch. your. You're destroying your I'm destroying the your infection. I'm de- I mean, this is... Oh, the, you know, thank you. The infection one, yeah. I, I don't even think I can show this one. I mean, this lady's just got her <laughs> butt hanging out. Um, so, yeah. So he says, how, how, the, how the F do you go from Twitch to YouTube and blame Twitch for having red pill stuff whenever the red pill stuff is primarily on YouTube, he says. He says, I don't know. There's way more of it. There's more red pill stuff on YouTube than there is stuff on Twitch. Here. I mean, this is this so. is the uh, just chatting category in Twitch right now. There you go. So, I mean, yeah, they're really favoring men over here. Well, it just but, turned but, into okay. a whole... But hold on a second, because I have they're a completely... They're serving men, but the streamers are not men. I want to go. To, I want to take this a completely different route than you're taking it. Twitch yeah. is a video game website. If you polled 100 men and polled 100 women, do you play video games? You will find mm-hmm. that the overwhelming majority of men would say yes and the overwhelming majority of women would say no it's not going to be a hundred percent of of either but there's video game video gaming is a lot more prominent amongst males than it is women that's just a fact so the idea that the site would be tailored and, and by the way who is watching more content on twitch well because more men are playing video games well it's going to be men yeah so of course the platform is going to be tailored more towards that I mean, that that that's but insane. they're definitely the audience not... is not female it's it's a freaking video yeah. game streaming website but i don't even get what you mean by manosphere like who freaking knows brian i have no clue. what does that even mean nothing that she the only reason she's really popular and not to be rude to her the only reason she's really popular is because she's a female and she is young or was young when she started. I mean, she's not <laughs> Oof. by any means. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she was, she was in, just out of high school or whatever when she started. That's the only reason that she became super popular. Like what does she do that's better than everyone else? Whether it's playing video games. Because there's people that are famous because they're really good at video games. There's people that are famous because they have really good personalities. Does she have either one of those? I mean, not I, to be not not to I, be a jerk, know. but she doesn't. She was friends with Myth and their crowd in the very beginning. That's why she's popular. I'm going to call that out the way it is, right early on. She's only popular because she was good friends with those guys, and then they kind of did uh, streams with her, and they rose her up and made her very popular. And it was only because she was a girl uh, and was streaming on there, and a bunch of guys watched her because of that. If she was a dude. And she plays the way she plays video games. She would not be popular. She'd be one of the guys with five five viewers if she if they're lucky. I mean, just you know, just because that's just most the majority of what Twitch is as far as people streaming video games. There's few peoples with with maybe hundreds of people, thousands of people watching them. The majority of the people have a couple people watching them, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that I think uh, for her, I mean, way to. The whole thing, it, it, she's calling her, herself out in a way because she'll, the only reason that she has excelled is because she's a female on this platform because the, on they tend to do better on this platform with, with not having to do crazy things like be 
a professional level video gamer or be like Dr. Disrespect and have crazy amount of um, production yeah, tricks. Yeah. Well, let me be fair to yeah. Pokemon. She's been on Twitch for like I mean, 11 I'm, years. So, I'm, saying, so, I'm not so, trying so, to be a jerk to her. She's, she talks. Uh, she, she does the work. Sh- sure. To put it in. I will admit, I have never watched her. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about. She's been on. She didn't just pop up yesterday. She's been on Twitch since like twenty. I I only really saw her when she collabed with with Myth and them. Okay. Uh, so that you know they talked to her a lot. That's how I how I know who she is. But um. But let me say yeah, this. Hold I mean, on. Let, let me nothing. Stop. Let me stop. She's not like a professional video game player. She's she's there's not something she's bringing to the table that's unique other than being but, a female. But let me say this. Her audience, I would assume, her audience is predominantly male because again male, yes twitch as a website is predominantly males watching i mean there's not the, there is not a large population of females that are active twitch watchers it's it's, well, it's why it's, say it's, this though as her excuse because uh you know one thing i see here uh on dextero they make a comment they say if she wants to become a more much more mainstream content creator this is the right call why not say that? Why call out Twitch and say some fake reason, which has no standing whatsoever between, you know, it just makes her look stupid and just say, there's the better opportunity for me to become a mainstream content, content creator on YouTube to where the average everyday person knows my name. Cause that's true. Twitch over, is kind of its own little small ecosphere. Over 75% of Twitch users are male or identify as, as, yeah. as male. So I mean that you and it so is why get mad that they're tailoring majority. it towards men? Well, I mean, honestly, that's like saying the NFL is is tailoring their content towards men. Well, that's because that's who their audience is. I mean, if I, I go to a men's warehouse, am I going to get a pissed at their dress selection? I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, honestly, that's where we're at. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good analogy. I didn't really think about it like that, but yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm saying like you're going to a place that's primarily making content and, and products for men because they're the majority of their clientele. And then you're saying, I'm leaving here. There's too much too much man stuff here. Well, that's the reason you're famous is because of that man stuff. That's the only reason you're famous. And now you're saying that you don't like it. I mean, it, it really, for me, it, it just looks hypocritical because she's only famous because of the thing that she's saying is bad. Yeah. So anyways, I thought I'd mention that. Because uh, we had, did bring up the fact that she was moving, um, yeah, but definitely. I thought that was kind of entertaining. And, and, and let's and let's reason. be clear about it: it was a big loss for um, for Twitch. She brought she had yeah. a massive following on the platform. I'm sure that they were trying to negotiate a price. Twitch doesn't have the money to really strong. Not right I, now. I don't believe Twitch. I don't. I do not believe that Twitch is in a strong uh, spot of negotiation right now. They are a company that is cutting staff just like every other t- uh, uh, business in this industry they are mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to um, deal with cuts and deal with some of the other things that that the industry is is facing and dealing with right now so they're in they're in a tough a spot as, as anybody um, and I'm sure she wanted a lot of money she deserves a lot of money based off what she was bringing to twitch they just probably couldn't come up with an uh, uh, well and I think they made that that new decision to not really put a ton of money into streamers anymore. And so well, since they, they weren't willing to do that for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, make it to where th- this, I think is going to be a better fit for her in the long run, but I just, her reasoning is stupid. It's, it's completely you quit hiding behind the, Oh, men are jerks, red pill. We don't like conservatives. Uh, you know, men are ruining everything. Okay. That's your whole audience. <laughs> Thanks. So. That your whole audience, the only reason that you're, 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 you own a house right now, you know, that's that big and have all those nice things is because all these people that you're calling and saying are bad. Correct. So what a time to be alive, Brian. What a time to be alive. All right. Well, do you want to, do you want to talk about, we talked about Roblox here for a minute. Do you want to talk about Roblox here to end or do you have? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. We can, we can, we can jump into Roblox. What's going on over there? All right. So Roblox, we were talking we were talking about this other game, uh, Power World, Power World and yeah. you know you, you had mentioned Roblox a little bit. Roblox, according to Game GameIndustry.biz, says they're continue to grow revenues, but are getting deeper losses. Hmm. So this is here where they have um, they're looking at 1.4 billion in revenues uh, on revenue as high as 
or they're losing as much as 1.4 billion on revenues as high as 3. billion. So their numbers are up. Um, as far as the full year's number, their revenue was 2.8 billion, up 26% year on year. Their bookings 3.52 billion, up 23% year on year. Net losses 1.16 billion compared to 934 million last year. So they're still, I mean, they're making money, but they're not, I don't know how well, they can keep sustaining this. They well, lose money every year. Yeah, well, you know, this is, uh, Brian, this is called a skillful accounting. I mean, the company is obviously not operating yeah. at a $1.6 <laughs> Getting a refund, a good refund of yeah, not paying they're, they're taxes. Not op- they're really not op- operating to. at a $1.16 billion. No company could could possibly do that. Yeah. Um, but I think it shows you that, you know, we, we talk about this all the time with these always-on games. There's yeah. There's always an expense. There's always That's the server costs. That's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. Look at the server costs that they have maintaining this product where there's a minimal amount of work and, and things that they're putting into it themselves. They're just creating a platform that everyone else is creating on. Now, they do have some sort of a revenue share type of a system that they do. Pretty lucrative one, money by that the way. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that hopefully that, you know, if they're going to continue this, that's something that can continue. But, you know, this this has got to turn around. Like, I still think they're still trying to find that hook. Like, where's that kind of like what Epic has with Fortnite, where there just seems to be a money machine? Mm-hmm. They've got to figure out how do we make the money with putting in less resources? Sure. Because that's what they've got to, they've got to do. And I, they just haven't, haven't figured that out yet. They're still putting in a ton of resources, server costs, infrastructure, also development costs of maintaining a product and growing it so that it, always has new things. Uh, but they're, you know, they're looking at, it with, we enter 20, here's a quote from them, we enter 2024 with even more con, uh, conviction of being able to achieve our long-term goal of attracting over 1 billion daily active users with optimism and civility. We continue to benefit from the strong network effect in content, social connection, and communication, as well as our investment in immersive experiences, advertising, and AI. And it'll be interesting to see what AI does in this product. Because they haven't really shown a lot of that. At in-game advertising is another way for them to kind of recoup some of those costs. Collaborations, kind of like what Epic is doing, as far as hey, we'll have a bunch of your skinned products in here, you know, that, for money. That is the uh, so the, right after that, you know, their their daily active users grow twenty two percent year over year, but it's still seventy one and a half million, which is a, an incredible amount, but that is nowhere near a billion. It's not even close. Yep. I mean, you're yeah, not even at 10%. Long ways to go. You're at 7, <laughs> 7, 7.1% of that, of that number. Um, and so, what are their server costs going to be with 1 billion active daily Well, players? here's the thing, though, and you, I'm glad you brought up the, the Epic and Disney thing that we talked about earlier because, realistically, the only way you grow a game like this, which they've done an ast- an, an, a remarkable job with, with Roblox. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe I've ever played it. I, no, I've, I've definitely never played it. Um, they've done an incredible job with it. But you, and yes, 22% year over year is a good number, obviously. But you are capped at a certain point because your your, your base is only so big. And that's when yeah. you look at this partnership between Epic and Disney, you are now, potent, and, and uh, there's obviously a lot of crossover in people that are already playing Fortnite that are that are jazzed about this Disney news. But you're talking about Disney has got some of the most loyal, like super, uh, almost to the point of where it's a little weird. Like, have you seen these like Disney adults that are on like social yeah. media? These people are freaking weird, dude. They're like like you're in your uh, you're in your mid thirties or early forties, and you're taking eight trips to Disney a year, and you're you know it, it it's a little it's a little weird. Uh, not trying. I grew to up with anybody. with knowing a family that was like that, where every year they went to Disneyland. Oh, dude! And now every year, up no, no, until and, yeah, every year I'm saying they would thing. go at least once a year. Yeah, and they've more, done that all their lives, and their kids are now in their thirties. That's and they're still fine. going with their parents to Disneyland. Yeah, that's fine. You want to go once a year? That's what. Dude, these these people going like multiple times a year. Getting engaged yeah, in crazy. Epcot. It's it's a little it's a little bizarre. Um, my my point of bringing that up is that it is a a group of individuals that are rampant fans. I mean, they will, yeah. just like we talk about Apple and how Apple people will lap up a $3,500 Vision Pro headset, um, 
Disney fans are very similar to that. They will eat up anything that has got Disney's name printed on it, anything that's got Marvel's name printed on it, anything that's got Lucasfilms yeah. or Star Wars printed on it. That is an audience that is expansive, and it, it goes across yeah. your traditional video, video gamer line. Uh, which Fortnite obviously already does a really good job, but there's people that have only ever played. That's the only video game they've ever touched is Fortnite. They would not, maybe they wouldn't even call themselves a video game. I play Fortnite. Um, yep. So that to me, if Roblox wants to continue to see massive growth, they've got to start striking deals with big time companies that can bring in big time audiences. Not seventy one and a half million is already a huge audience, but that 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 ceiling is you, you're coming to well, me. Well, and right now they're to tailored to kids. Sure, and I think that's the problem for them. Is people when they think of Roblox, they think of a thing for uh, one. One thing that came up at the end of last year is a bunch of parents are suing Roblox because of the child safety features or the lack of child safety features. Um, this is something where. They, you know, because they're, they're viewing it as a platform that a lot of people are grooming kids on. I know that's a dangerous thing to say on YouTube. Um, of course, GameIndustry.biz says it, and they're not exactly a, a conservative organization. So I'm, I'm feeling safe in saying this. Um, but on here, they say, uh, and this was at the end of last year, here was their response. Roblox responded to, to them saying, we have co- uh, Roblox is committed to providing a positive and safe experience for people of all ages We have an expert team of thousands of people dedicated to moderation and safety on Roblox 24-7, and we act swiftly to block inappropriate content or behaviors when detected, including sexual content, which violates our community standards, a person said, a spokesperson said. We have a number of features specifically designed to keep kids safe, including filtering text chat on the platform to block inappropriate content or personal information and offering parental controls and and features to limit or turn off chat. We have invested in building tools to give parents visibility into their children's activity, including to prevent them from making unauthorized purchases. We also partnered with more than 20 leading global organizations that focus on child safety, online safety, or both, and belong to a number of industry organizations developing best practices to keep users, particularly children, safe. Now, here's where I don't quite agree with them is that they listed, okay, we can make it to where you can limit chat. Um, Mm -hmm. You can limit purchases, but you don't limit the ability to go into uh, uh, non-curated maps, uh, worlds. I can't say I only want them to go into official Roblox maps and not custom game modes that this random person has made. Yeah, That's that's my issue. It's not the chat. I mean, I I appreciate you can turn off the chat because that's good. I want that. But it's the fact that I can't limit what game mode and, and mod, if you want to call it that, that they go and enter. Let me. I don't want them me, doing the horror ones. I don't want them doing all these others. But let me make and let me play devil's advocate. I know nothing about Roblox. Yeah. Without that stuff, is it really even a game? Yeah, you, I know they have some of their to, own stuff, but I mean, you need realistically. to have a curated list, kind of like what YouTube Kids is. Make and they that, don't have I, that. They don't like because there's things that um, they slipped in. There was a sex tape by Kardashian that got put into one of the game modes. Well, you know what happens. Kids were seeing, huh? <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Well, but I'm saying, but that shouldn't happen. Uh, if if you if I pulled up YouTube Kids and all of a sudden there was there was totally inappropriate content popping up, I'd be like, all right, kids, we're uninstalling YouTube Kids. Right? Not that our our kids really we don't give them access to YouTube really. But still, um, that's something that as a parent, that's what I would consider. I want to know that I either they're only going to be led into things that are official, that hasn't been made by some 12-year-old and weird things have been, or not been made by some 40-year-old pervert. Just <laughs> being straightforward with you. That's, I, I don't want random game modes to be accessible. Let me limit and say either I can whitelist game modes or maps, if you want to call them that, or... I can, uh, you know, have a curated list that they have access to that I know is yeah. not going to have any weird content in it. Yeah, I was just that's my it. problem with Roblox, and they don't offer. They at least up until recently they they don't. I had, just, they didn't I'm, offer that. I'm reading it right now. I don't. I don't see anything that indicates that you can um, that you can 
do some of that stuff that you're yeah and that's what i found so we just took roblox away from them completely they don't have access to roblox anymore because of that and so i agree with the parents that the fact that a person can make a game mode regardless of whether there's chat that has a porno video playing in it and then your kid can enter it uh and until you know enough people flag it and it gets checked and removed you know that there's a chance that they'll access that that's that's my issue so you're you're tailoring it for kids but you're not putting in the most basic of protections for kids or for parents you know for the kids yeah i'm yeah i just don't see i don't see yeah i'm 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 trying to figure out i'm trying to go through what you're describing i just don't see it yeah yeah they mm-hmm. they they don't and i just i don't get that's like a basic feature like if I if 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 my eight year old, I wonder if there's going to be running around it. in this, huh? I wonder if there's just not a good way for them to do it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think I think they because they don't no have a bunch of curated content. It, it's a bunch of these. They'd yeah. have to go through and partner with map makers or create their own game modes, and have that be the official list. That then, you know, maybe they can have a system where they can request from me to be able to access certain game modes, kind of like what. Um, android does you know if they try to go to a website or they want to launch an app they can pop up a notice to me and i can grant them access oh really i didn't know they did that that's cool yeah do that so my kid because my kids can't install anything on their phones unless they request it they can't go to any websites unless they request it and i've approved it do that with roblox come up with your base set of what 20 games 20 20 maps you know that would be a healthy number to start with and then everything outside of that if it's a child's account and you put parental controls on it, everything else has to be requested and approved. Then I would let our kids play Roblox. But they've, they've not done that. So for, for me, it's 100% no. There, you can restrict games by name, apparently. Yeah. So I have to go, but you know, they're naming these things, all kinds now, of hold on. as things. a parent, you want to ensure that your child is playing age appropriate games on Roblox. One way to do this is by creating a custom game list for them. This will give you control over the types of games they have access to and also provide some peace of mind. But see, they don't have a standard set of ones that I can grant them. I have to go and find all the game modes inside of Roblox and whitelist every single game mode that I think they might like. Yeah, have a directory that they can request to me and yeah, and say, right. can will you approve this? Will you approve mm-hmm. this? And it pops up in my email. I can approve it. However, uh, do that. So because I don't want to go run and play thirty different stupid kid <laughs> games to see what ones might be appropriate. And how do I know when you get to the twentieth level of whatever they're doing that a porno doesn't pop up in the middle of it? Well, but but let's be on. But Brian, let's be perfectly honest and clear about this. This is also just the reality of having a multiplayer game with with. With, on the with internet younger, that lets you with, create and, and build it yeah i mean that's just the reality of it you, you're i mean that's no the answer the, the answer your question how do i know at level 20 the answer is you're not going to know and no. you're not so that's why i want to curate it to where you know then maybe i can open up the door a little bit and watch them play a game for a while and then see if i want to restrict them you know back from it create that yeah. sort of environment it's just it's too much work for me to let my kid get started in a safe way and mm-hmm. so for me rather than put that work i'll let them play something that that are either doesn't have this risk or is already put in the tools to prevent them from getting to places and seeing things they shouldn't. Yeah. So, all right. Well, which is maybe why they're not making all the money that they want. That's that's a real possibility. Hopefully somebody's listening. Where can folks find you yeah. online, Brian? All right. Well, if you want to find me, you can find me at Boyce and Computer on X, or of course you can go to at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, Truth Social. If you want to go check out my blog, you can do that at biteoftech.com. Or if you want to go to our website, just go to infectionpodcast.com. Go to the upper right-hand side and join our server on Discord. If you do that, we've got a bunch of ARC servers, 11 different ARC servers that you can go and play. Uh, we have a politics channel if you want to go and, and hang out and do that. Or if you want to just uh, give links for different topics that you think might be relevant for the show, toss those in the show news channel. Uh, if you want to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch or YouTube, or we upload after the fact on Rumble. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast format, you can do that at the lower right-hand side. We've got a lot of different ways and places that you can listen course those are all uploaded after the show is completed and so that means that the particular episode show notes and everything's going to be right there available on the page if you're going to be listening if you do that there is a built-in audio and video player there uh, and links for everything that we discussed throughout the show so it's a great way 
to perhaps the video that we saw in the beginning of the show, uh, you're listening and you weren't able to see it, just jump on the episode show notes and you can watch the full video right there. Uh, of course, if you want to support us, there's a support menu option up top or infectionpodcast.com slash support. Oh, there you go. What happened to my... I want to reset. Ah, Logo headline. <laughs> well, damn. It went back uh, to its defaults. How, how did that happen? Hold on a second. Infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Yeah, well, this is... I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the text here. It looks like it should be good. It's, it's just not yeah, holding it keeps, in. Yeah, it just keeps saying logo headline. That's that's, that's really uh, reload. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. we got logo. We got, the, we got the we got the headline part reload. But the logo's missing. Well, the, yeah, the logo's supposed to be a dollar sign, huh? All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week. Um, we'll fix it. All right, Brian. Thanks. Uh, looking forward to hearing yeah. some of your uh, Pal World stuff next week. We'll uh, we'll talk about all Sounds of good. that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, check me out, you can uh, visit nickcraig.com. That's where you'll find my uh, daily antics uh, that is included on the Wilmington's Morning News podcast. You can also find me on X at Nicholas M. Craig. As Brian noted, if you miss any portion of today's program, head on over to our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.